The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of the Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most, the Mexi Pants, coming to you live from the hilltop in Columbus, Ohio. The man with the plan, if he can't do it, no one else can, Mexican. And we're going to talk about various subjects. First and foremost, I wanted to kick off the episode by discussing... The hypocrisy and the nonsense of Republicans, but also people who voted for Trump this time around, and also people who just don't just don't understand. Like I don't, I, it baffles me that in this country the parties are so divided. Like. And we're going to talk about the U.S. thinking it's a global police officer. Because that's always happened. But uh, people are in an uproar this week. Because Joe Biden finally got rid of the troops from Afghanistan. Oh, shocker what happened. The Taliban took over. And now he's got pressure to do something about it. And there may or may not be troops heading back in there. But see, that's the thing. Stand your ground, Biden. I did not vote for you for you to be a sissy. Yes, we should get the troops out of there. Oh, the Taliban's going to take over? I don't give two shits. Did we not learn from Vietnam the ramifications of forcing other people to be like us? Hell, most of you didn't know, but we still have troops in Korea. Because if we leave the demilitarized zone... North Korea may take over South Korea. Yeah, we still got troops there. So, are we going to always have troops in Afghanistan? Are we going to force them to forever be like us? No, I, I don't agree to that. I am tired of having refugees come in like it's a fucking cakewalk. I am tired of the U.S. policing everybody else in the world. Guess what? We can cut a military budget and put those funds towards other things. Kind of like defund the police. We should do that. That is what I would do, and I think that's what Biden's trying to do, but he needs to stand up and not be a sissy. People saying, oh my God, look what's happening now. Nobody fucking cares. Wasn't it Trump that literally freed the guy, the head of the Taliban, and said, oh yeah, you can come out of prison, that's fine. Yeah, so it's not Biden's fault that this is happening. It is the Afghans' fault for just letting their country run wild with Taliban people. If you won't change your own country, that is up to you, not our problem. And that's all I got to say about this nonsense about the troops. Now, in other news... Speaking of Biden, he's got a plan to roll out booster shots for the COVID-19 vaccine. Listen, 
I'm going to say the same thing. If, if you don't want to take the vaccine, that is fucking fine. But quit crying about it. If your state is run by Republicans and you guys don't want to force people to get vaccinated, fine. But don't come crying to us when you're fucking in the hospital dying. I, myself, will not get a booster shot. Because I'm already telling you, I'm okay. I'm good. I have my card. I got my shot. I'm good to go. If you need me to wear a mask and you won't let me in the building, fine. But stop talking about, oh, it's to protect others. Listen, if they're not vaccinated, I could give two shits. I did it as a courtesy and also because it's more convenient. They're not going to let you go to football games, concerts, all this shit if you're not vaccinated. They can force us to vaccinate. Yeah, they can. Your employer can force you to work. If you want to work there, you need to be vaccinated. Otherwise, go find someone else to employ you. It's that simple, people. We all got choices. Well, they can't do it. Yes, they can. It's just common sense. But I get I get it. Because if everybody in an establishment is vaccinated and you're walking in and you're not sick, that's not necessarily the issue. Not being sick doesn't mean you're not carrying it. Because apparently this vaccine, you may still get the shot, but you may still get the virus. Hence booster shots. It's like the flu. I told you guys last winter, this will be like the next flu shot. I don't need to get the flu shot. I don't, I, actually, I've never had the flu shot. So I got this COVID shot once. I'm good. Thank you. Good to go. Now, let us move on to recent Mexi news. So this weekend, Mexi's running the, um, the Dublin Half, or as it's officially called, the Emerald City Half Marathon. They have a new course which is basically the old running paths Mexi used to run through when he lived in Dublin. Get our feet wet, because over Labor Day, we got a trip to the UP, the Upper Peninsula, run a marathon there. It's all downhill, supposedly. Got to get our feet wet for the birthday celebration of doing two marathons and a half. So, hey, if everything goes according to plan... I kind of read somewhere that somebody wanted to be, to do an ultra in each U.S. state. And I'm like, well, you know what? Since we got some time before we travel to a different continent, and we got to wait, why not add that as a goal? We got the uh, Mexican states that we're trying to accomplish, the Canadian provinces, trying to get that done continents hey apparently by the end of this year I'll have a second round of 50 states great why not add ultras and mind you the good thing about ultras is that I eventually wanted to do a 50 50 uh, K a 50 miler and a 100 miler so eventually I got to get back in the flow to do that 
Um, I've done 50Ks, but not a 50-miler. So one of the one of the ones I wanted to do was the one where you run from the Florida Keys. It's about 100 miles. But I know that you got to train for that. You know, got to get your feet wet. So why not? An ultra is basically anything longer than 26.2 miles. So there's some states where, like the uh, Route 66, Tulsa Marathon. If you take the extra loop, it's technically 20. It's technically 26.5 miles. The world's smallest ultra. Great. Let's sign up to do that one. Woo! Why not? So yeah, so that's the plan. Um, with that in mind, I tweaked some of my races. So if everything goes according to plan. Mexi's got about 57-ish races. Not counting halves, of course. Done this year. Hell. Might hit titanium times four and times five at this rate. That's the thing that I need clarification, which I, I mean, I, I'm going to pull fellow former and current maniacs and 50 staters to see in the running community what you would do. But to me, like last year, for example, if I ran 54 marathons in a year and that alone anything above 52 doesn't matter where they are gets you to titanium level but then also out of the 54 30 of them were in a different state country or province then that criteria also gives you titanium level so technically I achieved titanium level twice in the same year. That's how I'm looking at it. This is why I never joined the half fanatics because by that same logic, if I wanted to take last year's 54 races or this year's 57 and assign half of those as halves, because technically running 26.2 miles is 13.1 times 2. And I can use those to count as a half or two halves. I don't see why running a marathon in, say, Idaho is not the equivalent of running two half marathons in Idaho. So, or at least one. If you don't want to count the rest of the race. I don't see why... That doesn't achieve you a certain status in half fanatics. That's why. That's why to me it's ridiculous. If you're already going to sign up for a full, why bother going anywhere else for a half? The only halves I'm doing is the ones I lose bets for, and because I'm already in the area for a marathon, why not sign up for a half? Why not? Or to get my feet wet or to get back in the in the training zone. That's the only time I'll do halves. Otherwise, I don't count my halves in my yearly numbers. Because anything less than 26.2 miles, why? Why bother? Those medals go separately. Speaking of medals, I kind of figured out what to do with uh, the next round of 50 state medals to hang up. I actually, and not even the span of two weeks, accumulated a license plate 
per each 50 state and DC. And the plan is to put them on some kind of mural and pin a medal for each one. Problem is, um, now I have a little bit more plates than um, more than one per state. Well, no, I mean, no, I, have, I don't have more than one plate per state, but some states I have two. Ohio, I have a bunch. I mean, it just depends. And also, this is going to be like a 60-inch by 60-inch mural, and that's going to be pretty big to just put up in the house. We might have to save it for when we get a bigger house. But anywho, that's the plan. Before we continue, of course, let's remind everybody of our sponsors. As always, the Green Tender. Go now to thegreentender.com. Get your cleanse on. $99 for a cleanse. Use promo code MEXI and save. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mexi by Minus podcast. As is Super Studios 253. Join now. Join Team Super. Have her coach you be the best version of yourself. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first class. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Madness podcast. As is American National. Give my man Ramo a call. He'll hook you up. Join your umbrella. Get your umbrella policy. Home, auto, life. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your bundling. American National, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Madness podcast. And Hannah Stone Massage. Mexi goes to the one in Polaris. You can go to Polaris, New Albany, Halyard, Dublin, Black Lake, anywhere in Ohio, anywhere in the country. Use promo code Mexi and save on your sweetest massage or your membership. Additional perks not included. Hand and Soul Massage, broad sponsor to Mexi My Matters Podcast. Now, speaking of plates, Mexi just got another reason why our government and our system is all effed up. I got my new plates because when I got the new car, I wanted to retire the current license plate I had because to me that's Samantha's plate and I wanted to get a new plate for Sasha. Personalized, of course. So luckily, Supermax was not taken, so I got that. And I paid for three years. Got the plate, but they're like, Oh, your registration and stickers are going to come separately. Well, why the fuck would it come separately? It's literally a piece of paper. You couldn't send it together. So now i got to wait until the registration gets here for me to put the sticker on Superbanks. Otherwise, if I plug, if I put the plate on the car, well, I can't peel off the sticker from the old car and put it on the new plate because it's no longer valid. So, yeah, nobody wants to get pulled over with this bullshit. But that is how they get you. For those of you who don't know, yes, the sticker is assigned to the plate. The registration says what registration you have, and you should be okay, but you got to follow the instructions. How hard is it to follow instructions? Speaking of which, let me finish off today's episode by telling you that this past Tuesday, we finally had the second opinion GI appointment for my wife. And I have to be there. Otherwise, shit doesn't get done. This is what drives me nuts. If you can't do shit like this on your own, what the hell are you doing? I have to go there to make sure things are discussed appropriately. Because if you remember, 
we were going to a functional medicine doctor who supposedly said, well, you have too much yeast in your intestines and it's permeating through your bloodstream and that is why you have your buzzing in the head, the um, heart, elevated heart rate, and so forth because you have leaky gut. Well, one, there's no real test for leaky gut, which is what the GI doctor said. Dr. Roy, who actually knows Dr. Canodia and is familiar, I brought the test results that I, I physically had to print, otherwise this shit doesn't get done. Take it to the doctor, boom. Hey, these are the tests. Are these tests good? Yeah, they're okay. He does test what he's supposed to, but uh, if you keep having to do these on a quarterly basis, it gets expensive because they're not FDA approved. Well, of course, is there a better test? What can run a more exclusive test to see if, you know, something else is up? Okay, let's do that. Boom. Wife went to get blood work yesterday. Done. Also... Is there a way to just get rid of the yeast? No, because apparently your intestines, intestines are supposed to have some yeast. You can't just get rid of the yeast. Oh, okay, good to know. Now, is there a test to test, you know, if stuff is leaking through the colon? No, there's no such test yet. Okay, so what do you suggest this is? Because stomach issues is not really the concern. We also realized, thanks to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, that her head issues were also being caused by vertigo and so now she does exercises so that rules that out and we've been talking with, about this with other people I wish I could just stick her in an MRI machine whenever she gets this buzzy feeling when she eats something she's not supposed to and see what it looks like also Mexi got her the Garmin because we thought the Fitbit was out of date so she can register more accurate heart rate. And even at rest, it's still higher than normal people. So what is that? Somebody suggested let's refer her to an EP doctor. Why not? Someone needs to monitor the heart rate on a weekly, monthly basis. Why haven't we done that? Oh, because... The wife keeps going to these doctors who don't know what the fuck they're doing because they belong to some kind of provider network and they're a bunch of idiots. I mean, I love Dr. Kurzer, but hey, if just because he's a fan, we can't just assume and, and follow his asinine advice. So, next Tuesday, she's got the first appointment with my PCP, Dr. Hospital, who's a good guy. He treats the family. Now he gets to treat the wife too. Um, the GI doctor is referring us to um, the a neurologist for the buzzing in the head and also an EP doctor for a formal cardiology workup to see because this very well could be not related, not food sensitivity related. Because if that's the case, then all she has to watch is not eat gluten, not eat dairy. And that's the thing that baffles me is you admit to the doctors that when you were a kid, you were lactose intolerant. That doesn't just magically go away. Oh, every time you eat gluten, you feel like shit. Don't eat gluten. 
how, I don't understand how people go through life having these issues and not doing something about it. If I went years with these problems, I would have gone to a doctor by now. And if the doctor's an idiot says, I don't know what I'm doing, guess what? That's just, I mean, doctors go to med school. So if he can't figure it out, that means he's a retard. And he probably wasn't good at medicine and wasn't top of his class. Let's go to someone, get a second opinion, boom. My brother's the one who suggested getting an actual GI doctor to look at things and see what is going on. Call us out to Canodia quack. He's like, well, I mean, they're not going to flat out say he's a quack to your face. But basically, by saying that, you know, hey, let's do this instead, he's ba- they're basically admitting, yeah, um, he's a quack. According to my brother. But hey, now we're on the right path. Because ultimately, I want to know is, what the fuck is going on and why haven't we taken care of this yet? Why is 40 years old? We haven't figured this out. Had I not entered her life, this would never get done. It's ridiculous. Could be genetic for all we know. Of course, her mom, mother-in-law, had the same issues. Similar issues. But yes. I don't understand. Talking to my dad. He finally is taking care of himself because his A1C was 13.2. That's insane. You're diabetic. It should be less than 6.4. How on earth do not watch what you eat is beyond me if you're a food scientist. I do not understand. Last year, when my liver enzymes were high, I went, ruled out stuff with an ultrasound, ruled out other stuff with blood work. Hey, guess what? You have a fatty liver. You need to lose weight. You need to watch what you eat. Guess what? This year, boom, all the results cut in half. Just by changing what I eat and exercising more. Recently, I've had issues with my left ankle. And at first, I thought it was the Achilles. Ask my brother. Brother says, no. If it's the Achilles, you wouldn't be able to stand on your tippy toes with your left foot. Oh, okay. Well, let me see if I can do it. Oh, yes, I can. Okay. So what else is it? I noticed that it wasn't always happening when I was exercising. It was happening when I was not wearing shoes, wearing different shoes, yada, yada, yada. And when I go run, it's still okay. So it's not the Achilles. He's like, well, it could be some other weird thing. Oshkosh Madash syndrome. Um, take, take ibuprofen, 800 milligrams for a week. See what happens. Well, it felt better. Okay, well, stop taking the ibuprofen. Okay. Has the pain returned? Eh, not really. Okay. Then you're fine. But see, that's the thing. I let a week or two go by with this issue. Then I said, okay, this is taking too long. Something needs to be done about it. Boom. Let's fix the issue. This is why we're doing a half marathon first to see if that works. What do we got going on here? Okay. We'll see. Because then if something really is up, then we go see Dr. Hospital. That's how this works, people. You have to use logic I do not, I cannot understand how you guys don't understand how to follow up on your own shit. Guess what? If something's wrong, if you got a headache, take aspirin. Oh, I think I have an upset tummy from eating something weird. Don't eat it next time. But if you do, like the commercial says, 
nausea, heartburn, itch, ingestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Take some Pepto-Bismol. Jesus fucking Christ. It is not that hard. That's how you take care of yourself. And if you need more details, hit me up. I will guide you. Now, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Short and sweet. All the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time, adios, Pepe.